Welcome to the Sweat Simple Podcast. My name is Brooks Herbis, and I'm an online fitness coach helping people simplify and make sense out of the all-too-confusing fitness and nutrition industry. In this episode, I am talking about all things balance. So grab a coffee, water, glass of wine, or lace up your walking shoes, and let's dive in. Hi guys, I hope you're having a great week so far. This is a topic that is really near and dear to my heart because it's what I really wanted when I first started my fitness journey. And it's the one thing that I felt like everyone else seemed to have that I couldn't quite figure out. And I hear that from a lot of you guys too. Like you just want balance. You want balance. But what the heck is balance and like why does it feel like everyone else has figured it out except for you um honestly i do feel like balance has gotten a bit of a warped meaning in recent years and rather than it being about like true balance it seems like it's more about justifying your behaviors like you know how many times have you been out with your girlfriends and you know as someone orders the pizza or the french fries instead of the side salad or gets another drink they like kind of chuckle and look at you and are like ha 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 hashtag balance um i I get it but it's people are only ever saying balance whenever they're enjoying foods that's typically considered quote unquote bad it's almost being framed as like you need to be good all week you need to be perfect all week in order to earn these foods on the weekends that the two extremes, the perfection during the week and the binge overeat whatever you want on the weekend, that's what people are claiming to be balance. But I don't really think that's the case. And I think that true balance and balance that is actually going to allow you to see long-term success and results, I think true balance is having a good relationship with food. It's ordering a side salad with your burger. It's saying no to something you know won't make you feel good. It's going to get random ice cream on a Wednesday just because you feel like it. Like true balance to me is about prioritizing the things that make you feel good, whether that's, you know, something nutrient dense that physically makes you feel good or something like the ice cream that makes you mentally feel good. It's not about earning your food. It's not about justifying your actions. It's about truly having such a good relationship with food and exercise that you feel quote unquote balanced, that you feel good overall and you truly feel like you're not earning or justifying your actions by labeling them as balanced, but you actually are balanced. I know that's kind of like vague and a little bit like woohoo. So you're probably like, how the heck do I like get to this point of balance though? Like, how do I get to the point of actually being okay at passing on the fries, of leaving food on my plate? Like, where do I find that kind of balance? And there are really five things here that I want to dive in deeper to help you get to this place of finding more balance. So first up, and I think that that, that blah, 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 I think that this is truly the biggest key to finding balance is improving your relationship with food. 
uh, in order to do this, you need to ditch the food labels. You need to start thinking about food as more neutral. You can't be quote unquote good for having the salad and you can't be quote unquote bad for eating the pizza. Or whenever you have the pizza, you're going to continue to have feelings of guilt and then you're going to overeat those quote unquote bad foods because you're gonna feel like you already messed up, you already did something wrong and you might as well just keep the train rolling. So to truly be okay with enjoying all foods in moderation, you have to ditch the food labels. I know this feels almost impossible if you've been labeling foods this way your whole life, but I really want to encourage you to start to take keep foods as more neutral. So start to catch yourself when you label yourself. Uh, you know, if you're about to eat ice cream and you're like, oh, I can't have that, that's so bad. Catch yourself, be like, oh, actually, wait a second. Ice cream's not bad. I could have it if I wanted to. I'm choosing not to in this moment because it won't make me feel good. So don't think of the ice cream as bad. Just think of the ice cream as food. And something that can help with this too is knowing that truly all foods have a purpose in your body. Like there is no food that is empty calories except for alcohol. Of course, all these foods are going to nourish your body in a different way but they truly all have a purpose. So carbs are a great example of this. A sugary candy and a piece of whole wheat toast are both carbs. The whole wheat toast is a more complex carb, so your body is going to digest it more slowly. It's going to give you more sustained energy throughout the day, and it's probably the quote-unquote better option if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking to stay more full and have more sustained energy throughout the day. However, candy is also a carb. It is a simple carb, meaning it digests a little bit quicker in your system. So it's great for quick energy sources. So if you need something like extremely quick before a workout to give you that boost of energy, the sugary candy could be a really good option. Both of the foods have a purpose in your body. They just have a different purpose. So there's not good or bad, there's just different. So understanding that, understanding that truly all foods are doing something for you in some capacity can help you start to feel like more neutral about them and like you're not good or bad for having one or the other. They're just have different purposes and they just have different fuel for your body. So that's the first one. First step to finding this balance is to stop labeling foods. If you can do that, you're going to stop using this term balance as justifying your actions for eating foods that are quote unquote bad. The second one is to stop restricting foods. True balance is not only allowing yourself to eat foods at certain times or days. So this kind of goes back to what I was talking about at the beginning, where you use balance as a justification to eat whatever you want over the weekends. However, true balance is not about weekdays and weekends. True balance is about finding that serendipity at all time. If you're still only allowing yourself to eat certain foods on certain days, this is a recipe for overeating. These foods need to be available at all times, any day of the week. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you're eating whatever you want all the time. Like if you do have weight loss goals, there are going to be some limits, but by not restricting foods, you they won't feel off limits and you won't feel the urge to overeat them whenever you finally allow yourself to have them. So it's not that you're eating these foods in mass quantities all the time. It's just that 
you know when nothing's off limits, you could have the french fries with your burger or you could have the side salad. The choice is truly yours. And if you can understand that, you're not going to feel as guilty when you order the fries over the side salad. So really in order to find this balance, in order to start learning how to enjoy foods in more moderation, you have to stop restricting them. Along those same lines is the third tip, which means you need to learn about portion control and how to properly fuel your body. You're really never going to find balance if you have no idea what a normal portion for you looks like, and it's a lot easier to overeat when you don't. This is why I personally really enjoy calorie counting, but you could also use something like the build a plate method, just something that's helping you understand what a normal portion size looks like of these foods, rather than just restrict, 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 eat however much you want. You, all these foods are available to you. You can have them whenever you want, but you do need to start to understand like, what does a portion size of a burger look for me and my body personally? What is a good, quote unquote, normal breakfast for me and my body personally? In order to feel like you have this balance, in order to feel like you can be eating all foods, and in order to eat more intuitively, which I know a lot of you want to be able to do, it is really helpful and important to learn about portion control and how much your body needs to be eating. And it can be hard to learn about that if you never take the time to count calories and understand more about the foods you're eating or use something like the build a plate method, which kind of has, you know, blanket recommendations for about how much of each food group you should be eating at each meal. So really important in order to find balance is to understand more about portion control. The fourth one, and this one is really key, is to start thinking about how foods will make you feel rather than just if you can or can't have them. Let that feeling drive your decision. So rather than it's like, oh, well, I can't have the pizza because I'm on the diet, pizza is always available. Like we talked about, we're not restricting foods. You can always have the pizza, but you're probably always going to be craving pizza more than something like a salad. So in order to find a better balance when no foods are off limits, start thinking about how those foods make you feel. So sometimes you won't care. You're going to pick the pizza anyways, but a lot of the times you're going to be able to pause and say, "Ugh, you know what? I do really want the pizza, but I also don't want to have an energy crash in a couple of hours. And I know that the salad is going to keep me a lot more full. I'm going to have more energy and I'm just going to feel better overall. So you know what? This time I'm going to pick the salad. Continuing to think about that, and it's not just can you or can't you have the foods, you can have all of them, but rather influencing your, your decisions by how this food is going to make you feel in two hours, in two days, in two years, that can help you find more of this balance and make sure that you're still prioritizing nutrient-dense foods, even when nothing's off limits. So this can be a really helpful strategy, and I found it really shifts my client's mindset around food, specifically when they're out to eat. So rather than just like, okay, yeah, I can have the burger and the cheese dip. It's, uh, you know what? I know that every time I have a burger, I end up feeling like really lethargic after, and I don't want to feel that way. So I'm going to get the salmon this time with the steamed veggies and the rice. And it's, they don't feel restricted because they're the ones making the choice. They're choosing to have the salmon over the burger 
but they're thinking about how the foods feel in their body and how it makes them feel and what they want. Do they want to feel overly full and tired and kind of gross and bloated? Or do they want to feel high energy, really good, not overly full? Let that drive your decisions. The fifth and final key to finding balance is adapt the 80-20 consistency consistency rule. So if you're new to balance, sometimes you don't really know what that looks like. And it does take some time to figure out for you personally, what balance really means. When will you make the decision that is maybe less nutrient dense? And when will you make the decision that is more nutrient dense? It can be kind of hard to like figure that out if you've never tried to do it before. And of course, you're probably going to shift too far in one direction or the other. So the 80-20 rule can be a good thing to start with. So you can start to get more in touch with like what feels best with your body. So what is the 80-20 rule? The 80-20 rule, specifically when it comes to consistency, is hitting your calories or your nutrition goals 80% of the time. And then 20% of the time, you're not hitting your goals. So if you're counting calories, this can be really easy to figure out because this means that in a 30-day month, 80% of the time, you will hit your calories. So that means you only have six days out of the month that you aren't hitting your calories. Those six days are your 20%. So again, this can just really help if you aren't really sure what balance looks like to you yet. And it can help give you some parameters and some guidelines to really start off with. So you can start to figure out like, oh, okay, this was like a little bit too much in one direction. This was a little bit too much in the other direction. With the 80-20 rule, you're not going to be overly restrictive. You're going to be giving yourself plenty of flexibility, but it can just set some more hard guidelines if you're new to balance and you're trying to figure out what that balance, how many times can I say balance, looks like to you. Um, so if you are struggling to find balance, but you really crave it, like you want to be able to go out to eat without feeling overly full, you want to be able to enjoy the ice cream without guilt, then you are a great fit for my new group coaching program, Crush Your Consistency. This program was created specifically for people who want the balance, who feel like everyone else around them has figured out what this balance looks like, but you can't figure it out for yourself. Through self-led video, video modules, it is like two and a half hours of really great educational video content, weekly group coaching calls with me and the rest of the women in the group, plus a Facebook group accountability. I'm going to teach you all about how to find this balance so that you can really crack the code on your consistency and reach your weight loss goals. I promise there is nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. You're just not consistent enough and you might not be consistent enough because you haven't figured out what this balance looks like for you. So I really want to help you do that. But doors are closing if you are listening in real time on March 31st. So make sure you are reaching out to me ASAP to reserve your spot. You can do it on my website, sweatsimple.com. You can do it uh, through my Instagram, or you can just shoot me a DM, and I would love to help you get signed up. Um, if you're not listening in real time and it's after the fact, you can reach out to get on my waitlist for the program so that you can join next time I run a group coaching session. But I would love to have you, and I would love to help you find your balance. 
I hope that this episode was really helpful and that you feel like you have a better and more concrete idea of what you need to be doing in order to fully attain this balance and ultimately be more consistent, be less restrictive, and give yourself more flexibility to improve your relationship with food. That wraps it up for this episode of the Sweat Simple Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you have any questions about anything we covered today, please shoot me a DM. You guys know that I love to hear from you. If you found this helpful, I would love to know that too. Please consider sharing with a friend that you think might benefit from this as well. But just thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your week.